This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Here today, we're visiting with Justin Green, the founder of Prepic, the author of Epic Life and Epic Business. He's a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. He's also just fascinatingly interesting in his drive, his motivation, how he looks at business, how he connects people, and a lot more. I'm going to talk to Justin today about goal setting, how he looks at goals. And does he set goals? Does he set goals yearly, monthly, daily? Does he not set goals? Justin, how do you look at the subject of goal setting? So much is discussed about this, uh, particularly as we get to the year end. If you look at New Year's resolutions or business goals or personal goals, how do you look at mapping out what you're going to accomplish this coming year? Do you look at goals, priorities? Do you not? How do you think about those things? God, I love all your questions. This one I I really love because um, this is how I learn in real time. Uh, talk to a, a visionary genius like you, and it makes me think about how my brain works, and then. I think the answer will help you because uh, you want the answer, and then I think it'll help your audience. Um, so from a yearly perspective, uh, for the last several years, I've named my years. Uh, so every day I say the same thing. Uh, 2020 was global growth. 2021 was no limits. This year is epic life. Wow, a new book is called Epic Life. So there you go, epic life. And then 2023, I just named it. It will be Net Works. So two words, Net Works. Uh, second company is Prefic Networks, so Prefic Networks works, um, the internet works, connections work, and also like net gains, net works. So like continually building things that work, work, work. Okay, so that's from a yearly perspective. I found when you name your year and you just keep saying the same thing every single day, things just that just happen. So I'm very excited about that. From a daily perspective my whole day is a, is a pattern and habit. So first thing I do every day is a grateful journal to my wife. I've done that. We just passed the two year anniversary of that. So what I'm grateful for her, the previous 24 hours run outside six days a week, no matter the weather conditions have done that for 15 to 20 years. And then listen to shows like these while, while I run. Um, so you're feeding your brain, your lungs, your heart with, with good air and then good content. And then three, every Monday through Friday, uh, do a grateful journal on LinkedIn, which I'll, I'll include in this or this and that. Uh, so when you're constantly grateful, it's it's really hard to be ungrateful. So the name of your years, Joe Martin, great friend of mine, he came up with that idea. And then the constant gratitude on a daily level, I found it been essential for me. So when you look at that sort of daily habits, daily routines, weekly routines, sort of gratitude to your spouse, uh, grateful mm. journal to, to what's going on, uh, naming the year. So you have a focus for the year. Other than that, do you sort of look at, you run every day, but do you look at, for example, I did this much business this year, I do this much business next year, or do you look at it more no, as though, no. it, or do no. you look at more as though, I just want to do the things I do, and as long as the business is okay, it takes care of what we got to take care of, everything's okay. Yeah. How, how do you sort of look at that? So, um, okay, so just, just to land the plane for a second, the new book is called Epic Life, How to Build Collaborative Global Companies While Putting Your Loved Ones First. So the reason I mention that is because I was a journalist for 20 years. You don't get into that for employee count, revenue office space. So like business owner stuff, I don't, I, one, I don't understand it. Two, I really, I don't care about it. So to directly answer your question, the only two things that I ask myself every day that actually matter to me are one, did I have a good experience that day with my family? 
when you have a good family life, you have a good life. I have never met one person that has not had a good family life that hasn't had a good life. If you know someone that has a good family life and has not had a good life, I would actually like to meet that person. And then two, uh, did network grow on a global level? So I know the answers to those every single day are yes. And I found this other stuff takes care of itself because that's just, that's business owner stuff that has never been a priority for me at all. And definitely without a doubt, certainly knowing that there's enough income profit to spend time with my family. That's really, that's really all that matters to me. But, but that really becomes the core goal. As long as there's enough, then you could take care of your family and be with your family, how you want to be with them. And, and you don't have to set specific yes. goals like, Oh my God, I got to do this much because I got to do that much business. And it, and it must be nice no, to that extent. Yes. And it must be nice to that extent, not having outside partners, not having outside sort of people you have to report to who, who are very focused on, you know, how much profit, how much return, how much debt, how much all those things. If you could avoid those things, then then you then you sort of, um, you know, you lessen a whole different level of stress and allows you to live the life you want to live. Talk a little bit about debt. How do you view debt? Do you view debt as a hindrance? Do you view debt as a tool? How do you think about debt? Um, until you asked me that question, I've literally never thought about it one <laughs> I've never thought about it one time in my life other than this, other than this. So again, most of my days talking to top entrepreneurs on the planet. Um, so not business owners, not consultants, not humans. Um, I have not met one that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things. Most are two or three, and then there's a lot of all fours. So the four things regarding debt are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, two, depression, three, the highest level of anxiety that you can imagine, and four, likely under possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So most people use those as excuses, entrepreneurs use those as fuel. Uh, I'm three of those four. The only one I've never had to worry about is bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. I guess what I will say, I, I would never personally risk bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. I, I would not be in all four. I would, I would just not, I wouldn't risk my family for that. So I guess that's the only way I've ever really thought about that. But, but I think that is, you know, you know, so many financial engineers are so, and, but I love what you just said. So many financial engineers encourage people you need debt for your mortgage you got a home office deduction you need debt for so you have a home you know, mortgage deduction uh, you need you need debt for your business so you get a better ROI on your own equity in it you need debt for this you need debt I don't for care that. about any of that stuff but but isn't that isn't that like I couldn't agree with you more on the perspective I don't want that I'm anti-debt I try and avoid it as much as possible who wants to have another boss to answer to or thing to answer to? Even if I give up some of the return, I give up the home interest deduction. If I can avoid debt, I want to be out of debt. But but so many people view it differently. And that's why I asked the question. I was curious to your perspective on it. So many people, if I had to be a, a – uh, if I had to be a, 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 a goodness gracious, a spokesman for something, it would be the anti-debt society. And so many people are trying to sell people debt, sell people risks, sell people things. So, so I love your thinking on it. And I know you weren't rehearsed on the question, but I love your thoughts on, look, if I have debt and I go bankrupt, or I have debt and it causes me stress and I can't take care of my kids' healthcare needs, whatever it is, I've not, I've not helped myself. So in any event, I, I love your answer, Justin, and I thank you. Justin, anything else you wanted to share with us today? Where do people buy the book Epic Life? Where do they find this book? I know it's been a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It's been a USA Today bestseller. Where, where do people find the book Epic Life? 
Thanks, Scott. I I always like your questions, especially the business owner ones, because I I actually don't understand them, but they but they get me to think about maybe why I should. <laughs> but the um the uh, the book is uh, it's available everywhere, Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble. So Epic Life, it's it's all over the place, and so grateful that Dr. Peter Diamandis wrote the foreword and that it's done so well. Thank you so much for joining us today on on the. Spectre Private Equity Podcast. Can't tell you much. We appreciate it, Justin. Always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you very, very much. Have a great week.